0: This is ours podcast. I am your host, Amina, and this is my podcast where I'm also to be unapologetically intentional. Again, I want to start by saying a big thank you. My first episode has upwards of 80 listens, um, and my whole page has upwards of 150 listens. I cannot even believe that that many people tuned in to hear me talk. I don't think anybody can understand how much that means to me, because honestly, I'm sitting here, and I'm so, so nervous about talking really wondering when this like ends like just this nervous feeling is gonna go away maybe it'll never go away I don't know but so I want to begin by talking thoughts on last week's episode so bear with me there are a lot of thoughts from last week which for me is awesome because one of my goals for this podcast was to be able to have deliberate conversations conversations with my listeners so yay um I think I have about four of them written down about um, conversations I had with people, about the questions I had asked last week on privilege. So the first one was um, the individual, I'm keeping them anonymous um, to pre- protect their right to confidentiality. But the first one was about dwelling on privileges beyond our reach makes us blinded to what we have. So it could be... Um, The person goes on to say how this could spur us to achieve magnificent feats by reaching beyond our station, so beyond where we are. But for others, this could cause depression, bitterness or discontent. So basically, instead of focusing on the privileges we have right now, we are so focused on, you know, what others have or the privileges that so far beyond what we are able to have in the moment. Um, the other thought was, by becoming comfortable with our privileges, we become complacent and mediocre in our ambitions. So basically, by not acknowledging the privileges that you have, you kind of, um, as I was saying last week, just become complacent and you start to perpetuate the cycle that you already live in. And um, another th- another thought was, um, how we access, assess or regard our privilege is influenced significantly by how we perceive things. Um, the, per, the, this perspective is influenced by the character of the individual. So this kind of leans into what I'm going to talk about, like on today's episode, but basically what we do with our privilege is a direct result of who we are. So the empathy that you feel or the guilt that you feel with having a certain kind of privilege is directly related to the character that you have as an, an individual. And this kind of ties into the role of your family. So the values deposited in you as an individual manifest the kind of character that you have, which in turn relates to the perspective you have towards your privilege. Another thought was there is no such thing as free free privilege. Um, privilege comes at a price. So I guess to so each person is up to you to determine what that price is. But maybe that price is, um, you know, I guess f- for some the price might be the guilt that comes with the privilege. Um, for some it might just be, you know, the rest the price, I I think for me the price is the responsibility you have. What do you do with that privilege? Do you share it or do you hug it to yourself? So understanding the cost of this privilege, something I really want to reflect on. So by understanding the cost of the privilege, maybe you are able to do something different with that privilege than what you may may or may not necessarily be doing at the moment. So something I I really wanna reflect on but let me know what you folks think about that. So the second person I had a conversation with um spoke was talking about how the privilege spectrum is woven deeply into every culture, right? So we shouldn't feel guilty of what we have or envious of what others have, but we need to strike the balance between um, Strike the balance between sensitivity, sensitivity and empathy. So be sensitive to your place on the privileged spectrum and be empathetic to those on the other side of you. Which I think is so profound because, as with anything in life, balance is literally like we need to find the balance. We need to find that mod that moderate point. So I think just just thinking of where do I strike the balance between being sensitive towards where 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 my privilege seats me and be empathetic to other people who may not necessarily have that privilege. and not sympathetic like, Oh no, I feel sorry for you. But actually empathetic to the fact that these people don't have the privilege that you have. Um, the third thought further from, um, the third person I spoke to, um, was talking, uh, told me about, I was basically saying how to be absent minded about your privilege is to behave ignorantly and arrogantly. So, In the Bible, Luke 12, 48 says, to whom much is given, much is required, which is a very profound verse if you think about it. Until we understand the purpose purpose of our privilege, then an equal playing field cannot be achieved. So privilege is a gift, not a right. So it means it can be taken away. So until you understand that your privilege was given to you for a purpose, you, like, even playing field is not even something we can think about. And, and until you understand that the privilege was given to you for a purpose, you might you probably will never be able to sit comfortably with that privilege. So the last person and last person that messaged me um spoke about how people are often unaware of themselves, their lives, its circumstances, and more than anything, their privilege. So Privilege is not anything to feel guilty or ashamed of. It's about acknowledging it. So people who don't acknowledge their privilege don't understand the aspects of their lives that are normal as they may think, which may cause them to be insensitive to others. Just being aware of your privilege, you can acknowledge that your circumstances may be different from others. But the thing is, not it's not about getting the privilege people to feel guilty but about getting them to the point where they are able to relate to others who have not been brought up with the same privileges so as i was saying last week we need to get to a point where we can get comfortable with our privilege because not until we reach that point would we be able to understand where someone who doesn't have the same privileges is coming from and they um to answer i guess to answer the second question from last week which was about is the idea of an even playing field even like attainable this person goes on to say the world will never be at a point where there's complete equality because that would mean complete and utter socialism if not communism so think about that the truth about humanity is that there would always be the people who have and the people who don't if that wasn't the case then the idea of trade would not exist and the word need would essentially have no meaning it's simply not in human in human DNA to be satisfied with having what everyone has if we could hypothetically put a group of people in a place where they're all given the same thing, someone will still seek to get something no one else has, com- completely because no one else has it. So I guess for me, it's really made me think about, I'm, I'm talking all this time about how we have to share our privilege, but maybe it's just innately human for us to have the haves and the haves nots. So those are just a few thoughts. And thank you to the people who messaged me about their thoughts concerning last week's episode. So, this week, on today's episode, I am going to be talking about changing the frame, perspective. So, quick story. I recently moved to Canada, as I said in my intro intro episode, and I moved into an apartment building that is only about a 15-minute walk from school, which honestly is a plus, because I don't have to take the bus. But my apartment is on a hill, and anyone that knows me knows that um, I'm not a very fit person. Um, but I basically call this hill my free gym. I don't have to pay a gym membership because I climb the hill. Now, walking up, walking down is not a problem. That's my free gym. But walking up, oh my gosh. In fact, I can talk about the hill forever. My family and friends can attest to it. I think I complain about it way too much. But recently, because of the cold, I've been really, really dreading walking up the hill. Thankfully, I have a bus that I take up the hill sometimes. But... Uh, This morning, my coworker who lives in my building is telling me about how the people who live in in the building beside us have to vacate their apartments in less than 48 hours because of a pipe burst. And I was like, wow, perspective. I'd been complaining about the hill for so long, but at the end of the day, at least I have somewhere to live, which leads me to my topic today. When I used to think of perspective, I just used to think of the subjective nature of life. And although I still see it that way, I think my understanding of what it is has changed a bit. And to be honest, I don't think it's been like a drastic change or switch. I just think I've broadened my idea to the world. I, I guess you hear a lot of that put puts things into perspective, like the story I was just telling. But I think recently I've been thinking more so in the light of my ability to control my perspective, my view, and the way I f- frame concepts that pertain to my life. So perspective for me is the lens through which we see the world, influenced by who we are, our environment, culture, everything around us. I don't think, I don't know if anyone remembers the viral sensation of the black blue dress. It was um, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere it was a picture of a dress and some people were saying it was black and others were saying it was blue. People were swearing that they saw black, but other people were swearing that they saw blue. And for me, it was interesting to see, like, we were all looking at the same thing, but for some, it was one thing and for others, it was another. So it made me think of the fact that one notion or one concept can have countless possibilities for interpretation. And... There's no like, there's no way to say one is more correct than the other because everyone's lens is different. Just like the lens, like everyone's lens is different. I call mine to say that your lens or your perspective or your frame is wrong, and mine is right. So I went down a rabbit hole of TED Talks when I was thinking about this topic. I can't even remember where the inspiration for this topic came, came about from, to be honest. I already said it. I love TED Talks. I actually watched four of them in total. I won't give you all the details of the TED Talks I watched for this episode. But just a little context about, you know, the speaker. And then I'll mention the things that really stood out for me while I was watching them. So but the first one. It's titled, Perspective is Everything, and is by Rory Sutherland. He's a British copywriter and creative director at Og- Ogilvy, a British marketing company. And he talks about how the um, there is power in reframing things, right? So it made me think of the power of the difference between the mindset of glass half empty versus glass half full. Think about it. You know, a, a situation arises. Some people might think of it as a blessing in that even though it's not a complete blessing, it might be half, right? But some people might think about it like, oh my gosh, I would have just rather not just not had anything and, you know, now the glass is half empty, right? And he goes on to talk about how what you call something affects how you react to it. So the different language is, is really important in this life because it gives different names to different things. But at the same time, what I may call something may not necessarily be what another person calls it. And I think where he was going with this point is that what, what I'm calling it then dictates how I react to it, which is goes back to the subjective nature of perspective. So in that, in that light, what something is is a function of its meaning. So the meaning that I've given to something is what's going to dictate what that thing is to me. So what things are versus how we view them. So what is something? If I look at a pen, a pen is a pen. But to somebody else, a pen might not necessarily be a pen, right? I was talking to my friend uh, a couple of days ago about how you look at water in a water bottle, right? And for some, it's just water in a water bottle. But for another person who may have to travel, you know, kilometers to get water, that water in a water bottle is not just water in a water bottle. It is, you know, that thing that is scarce in their neighborhood, that thing that they, they, and they don't have ready, readily available to them, right? So, it, it makes me think about the perceived value of something. Uh, Rory goes on to, Mr. Sutherland goes on to talk about how perception is leaky, right? So, if you change the way you look at it, then the value changes. For example, I grew up in Nigeria. In Nigeria, electricity is not something that, you know, like, it's not something that you have all the time, 24-7. Like, you have it here in Canada in the States, for example, right? So, here in Canada, I can go to my apartment, Switch on the lights and the lights come on. If I was going, um, if I were to go home for holidays in Nigeria, I'll just go home and I switch on the light. It's not certain that you know electricity is gonna flow and I'm gonna have lights in my house. So the perceived value of electricity, right? So the second TED Talk I wanted to talk on was um titled "The Power of Perspective" by Gabby Landry. She's, at the time, it's 2011, so she's a junior at high school with a resume as long as anything, including editor-in-chief of her school's newspaper. She talks about Professor um, Dweck's two different, um, his um, her research on the two different types of mindsets. So there's the fixed and the growth. So the fixed mindset is, is she, Gabby talks about the fixed min- mindset as a trap. So we are... Unable to see something except for what it apparently is, right? It holds you back from making any positive changes because you can't even envision there is a possibility for change. But the growth mindset leaves space for reframing. So in a fixed mindset, you can't even change your perspective because in your mind, like, there's no possibility for a change. But the growth mindset, basically, you're living your life with the understanding that if I switch the way I view this, this thing, then there's, an, there's a space for change. She goes on to talk about the importance of looking for the positive outlook and shifting your lens to overcome adversity. So I, I, I believe from this, what I took is in life we we are dealt the cards we are dealt, right? And you may look at the cards and be like, oh my gosh, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? At the same time, it's our responsibility I think I think it's my responsibility to look at these cards and be like, okay, these are the cards I was dealt now, what do I do with it? Not oh my gosh, you know, this is it and there's nothing I can do but wallow, I guess, is what I took from that. And she goes on to talk about Victor Frankl, who's a Holocaust survivor and author of Man's Search for Meaning, and how he talks about the freedom to choose, finding a new resolve by shifting perspective. So we have the freedom to choose what perspective we are going to take and what outlook we are going to take. Um, in regards to a specific you know situation and lastly something i took from gabby's speech was don't let your circumstances determine your outlook which kind of goes into the third ted talk that i watched um called life altering power of perspective by angel Angela Popplewell. Now, she is founder of 100 Cameras, a nonprofit organization that teaches children around the world that their stories matter and helps them explore their narratives in the context of the global world. So, she basically talks about how we must shift the narrative and establish a narrative for ourselves and foster it and nurture it into what we want it to become. She describes her non as an avenue for her students to capture their realities. Um, which for me was was very interesting to hear because I, I just thought of, you know, my life and how it would feel to capture my reality. That moment, what it was exactly at that at that time. So I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, she then later on goes on to talk about how she has learned three things from her students. The first thing was we controlled the narrative. So circumstances have no power until we give them the power. It all comes down to how we interpret and react to them, right? So as I was saying, you are dealt these cards. What the control, you have the control over these cards. The cards don't have control over you in this metaphor or analogy that I'm giving, right? So what am I going to do with these cards i have been dealt? She then goes on to talk about how choosing a positive perspective is not always easy. Which I can personally attest to because, like, it's so much easier to be like, oh my gosh, the universe hates me, than to, you know, fight to choose the positive. And she goes on, like, it doesn't mean silence the pain or be like, you know, everything is good, nothing bad happens. But I guess it's just that push to be like, okay, something bad has happened, but I have chosen with my freedom of choice to choose the positive outlook and focus on the positive and not the negative. The last thing she talks about is that she's learned from her students is that it's the little things that shape the perspective on which we view our lives. She she talks about how in her program she has her students write a diary of all their years and label them as a high or a low. You know, and if when you label them as a high or low, then you did like you have to write why you think it's a high or low. And she talks about how when she's reading some of these, she's wondering, you know, like some of these things that these children are stating as high, for her would be low. And it made me think of a high as a low versus a low as a high. Like who determines which is high and which is low? You know. I think it goes back to perspective. My perspective on a certain situation is what's going to make me determine whether it's a high or a low. So it really makes you think about just the gravity or like the, just the enormity of perspective and how it really does shape our lives. So a high as a low versus a low as a high. What perspective are you taking? How are you choosing to interpret it is what defines you. So how you're choosing to interpret this life-changing event as a high or a low is what def- defines you, not the life-changing event itself. Now, the last TED Talk I'm going to talk about is, I am I guess I'm kind of going to review, is The Power of Privilege by Diyadrapa. So now, Diyadrapa is an Associate Director of Strategic Initiatives at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. And she's a cancer survivor, four years in remission. So she talks about how your, set- your setback is the setup for your comeback. And I've heard this, I'm pretty sure sh- like when she said, I was like, I've I've heard this somewhere. And you know, I think whenever I hear it, it just really just like lights like sparks this light in my mind because it, it really brings things into perspective, haha. Um but in this case, right, a fixed mindset may give up. So you have a setback. A fixed mindset may give up because to that mindset there's no there's no way out, there's no changing it. These are, the cards, these are the cards we were dealt and there's nothing we can do about it. But the growth mindset, on the other hand, it perseveres. It sees the situation through a different frame of reference. Now uses this frame of reference to, de- to now determine and choose wh- what lens we want to see this with and where we want to proceed from this. So the question is, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the negative, the setback, or are you focusing on the potential for a comeback? She also talks about Psalm 23. And for those who don't know it, there's a line that says... Um, it starts off even, there's a line in the Psalm that says, Even though I walk through the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Right? And she talks about how you can focus on the fact that you are walking through the shadow of death. Or you can focus on the end, which says, I fear no evil because you are like... Basically, why are you focusing on... I guess... What I took from that, just I'm going on the tangent, I guess. But what I took from that is, it really made me question, what am I focusing on? Am I focusing on this one negative thing, my setback, walking through the shadow of death? Or am I focusing on my comeback? The fact that I walk through the shadow of death, but I still, I exit this shadow, this forest, wherever, whatever situation I'm at, I'm going to exit it. And am I preparing for my comeback or am I focusing on this setback? So those are the four TED Talks I watched. But so just coming back to this idea of perspective and my thoughts on it, it's just looking, I guess it, it's the power of looking through a different lens. You know, I was talking to my friend this morning um, about this topic and she was talking about how she, we label lenses, right? We're looking through life with labeling lenses on. So basically, I've already labelled what this thing is. And in my mind, this is what it is. And, you know, I guess sometimes we don't necessarily realise the power of labelling something. Because once you've labelled it, that's what it is. It's very hard for you to change your mind or your perspective or change the frame of what something is. So instead of moving through life with a labelling lens, just moving through life with an open mind and the ability to reframe things as they come to us. But then it also made me think, and she also made me think of how the ability to change our perspective, it kind of goes hand in hand with privilege. As I was saying at the beginning, um, how we access or regard our privilege is influenced by our perspective, right? So for someone, it may be hard for some people to change their realities and shape, shape their mindsets in a different way because their realities may not be something that they may necessarily be able to change. But then even in that light, I think it might not necessarily be about changing your reality. But, you know, for some of us, maybe about changing how we view our realities. And not to say that, you know, I, I think the ability to change your perspective is a privilege. So for, I guess I'm talking about, as I am privileged in this sense, I believe I'm privileged in the sense I'm able to change my perspective. I think as someone privileged in that sense, is my responsibility to shape my outlook to be positive and not focus on the negative so for me personally my journey with the concept of perspective recently has been on focusing on the process instead of the end goal trying to change my perspective so that I'm enjoying the ride instead of focusing on what is going on so I was as I was saying like a couple minutes ago focusing on my comeback instead of necessarily the setback I'm in and in that sense I also mean you know a lot of times we get so A lot of times, at least me personally, I I think I get so focused on what is going on now, you know, and, or not what is going on now. I think a lot of times I get so focused on, oh my gosh, this is where I want to get to. I want to get to this. I want to get to this. And in life, you know, you face obstacles and I get so focused on the obstacles and you know how they are preventing me from getting to this like perfection or whatever that I'm, I'm, I'm not taking the time to sit and enjoy the ride, enjoy the roller coaster ride of life. And I think for me, that is where my journey with perspective it has really been on. It's just changing my views on and how I see things to match, you know, where what I want to take from it. So how what do I want to take from this experience? And changing my perspective in that same light. So kind of to wrap it up. Again, I think a lot of the topics, at least the past three topics I've talked about, are things that, you know, one 25 minute podcast episode is really not enough to talk about. But for me, I think, again, this podcast is just an avenue for me to just be able to come and, you know, say what I'm thinking about that topic at this particular moment, not the topic in general. So for right now, at this time, February 14th, as I'm recording this on at 7.43 p.m., this is what I think about perspective. We are all inherent we all inherently have the power to control our perspectives, thus controlling how we respond to circumstances. So take back the power. Don't let the situation have the power over you because you have the power over over the circumstance to change how you view it. It's my responsibility to choose a positive perspective. And honestly, not to say that that is an easy choice. It's, I, I don't think it's ever an easy choice to choose the positive perspective because that comes with a lot of consequences and you know a lot of factors going to just subconsciously just focusing on maybe the more detrimental perspective. But And finally, what I think I'm taking from perspective right now is that it's all in the presentation. If you switch the frame, the picture suddenly changes, right? If you crop out a specific part of a picture... All you have is crop, and you post the cropped out picture. All people have to look at is a cropped out picture. But there's a bigger picture that that the cropped out image came from. So for me, it's about re- remembering that it's only in the presentation. If I switch the frame, suddenly the picture changes. And not to say that you know everybody has the ability to just switch the frame and suddenly their lives are better. But I believe that personally, for me, as someone who who is privileged enough to have the opportunity to be able to do this from time, like to be able to switch the frame, I think it's my responsibility to be able to to do that. So questions for this week. Do you agree that perspective has the power to change, shape our mindset? Do you find yourself having to shift from a fixed mindset to growth? So do you find that you are stuck in that trap of there's no way to change this, there's no way to go, this is what it is and I have to deal with it? And my last question is honestly not even really related to this week's episode. Have you been liking the episode so far? What kind of content or topics would you like me to touch on? So please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Social media um, information is in the description box on my profile page on SoundCloud. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. If you listen to the end, hopefully you listen to the end. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. This week... Don't forget to be unapologetically intentional purpose.